It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. And that's our cue to start uh, talking. Dennis and Brady getting ready for week nine of the high school football season. And for those of you that don't know, that's the end of the regular season. It is. And, well, hopefully we have a lot of football in front of us. This is a, a fun week. I commend, I think, every BWAC team out there got a fun week nine. I'm glad we have two local games. And Marine City got a team that had a really good team last year and fell off a bit this year. So I'm not going to fault them when they scheduled it. Duran was a really good team. So I think a lot of our area teams did good job with their week nine opponents. I hope so. I, I uh, Actually, for some of them, I'm hoping uh, that they scheduled a, a, a cupcake game. <laughs> uh, but but they didn't uh, because there we've we've got a few winning ins which I'm sure we're going to get into uh, in just a moment. But uh, some uh, very important games to uh, get going, and uh, I think we'll start with a couple of rivalry games. And the rivalries aren't as long as I thought they were, and we'll we'll talk about all of that when, when we get into it in just a moment. Every piece of land has a story written by those who work it, like the Nelsons, who cruise around their ranch on a John Deere Gator XUV835R. With 3,000 acres, there's plenty of work to do. It's all about efficiency. That's how they've kept their ranch going for five generations. We wouldn't be in ranching without the Gator. Run with us on a Gator XUV835R and start telling your story. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's locations in Auburn Hills, Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Brady Beaton here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Fransic Water Conditioning, your authorized independent Connecticut dealer, wants you to get the ball rolling to better living through better water. It's good to know you have someone in your corner with a full line of whole house and at-the-sink filtering systems. Call 800-848-5150 to schedule your free in-home water analysis and plumbing audit. The best quality water is within reach with Fransic Water Conditioning and Connecticut. Call us at 800 848 5150. Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. Getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things. Like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref. That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. 
Dine out with the feel of being at home when you visit the Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. Open Tuesday through Sunday at 8 a.m. and serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin has daily specials like Taco Tuesday, Polish Wednesday, Italian Thursday, Prime Rib Friday, Barbecue Rib Saturday, and Homestyle Sunday. Come and try Chef Susie's world-famous soups and sauces, too. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. We're all friends here. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right. Uh, welcome back, Dennis and uh, Brady. Uh, let's uh, start in the uh, the MAC, where we've actually our two blue teams cross over with two of our three silver teams. Um, and we have some rivalries. And again, a trophy game. Uh, and, uh, and again, I, I thought that they were I like I knew they weren't storied rivalries as in they've played 50 or more times but I thought they'd played more than they did well, in both well at least for PH and Marysville I think it's it was what 24 times they played and I feel like of those are 26 what it's is 24 24 yeah. and of those 24 I think a lot of them happened within like a 30 year window so if you were around for those 30 years, yeah, you played Marysville or you played PH every year. It just, in sent the last two decades, it's been on a basically a hiatus, and it's just restarted, and I like that. Thumbs up. Yeah, for, for basically the 90s, it was the first game of the season. Right. It was week one, well, you, Marysville and PH played each other, and, then, and in week nine, Marysville and Northern played each other. Yes, and in the middle, PH and the, Northern yep, played each other. the PH Northern game was in the middle. Uh, and then the Northern-St. Clair rivalry – it's actually less than 10 games. This will be the 10th meeting between and the two teams all time. they were conference foes at one yes, point. Yes, they were in the gold together for a while in the early 2010s. Well, it was because we had that golden age where it was there were Marysville, St. Clair, yeah. Marine City, and Northern were all in the same MAC, and that's the closest the MAC's been to being all right in my book. So, anyways, let, let's start with the, the Red Hawks and the Vikings because this is the first time the Red Hawks yes. have played the Vikings. By the way, the trophy, the Herb Rosine trophy, do you know who Herb Rosine was? I do not know who he Herb Rosine owned, was. He uh, owned a donut shop, or I think a couple, where on 24th, I don't know if it was still around when you got into town. It was by where Ted's is now. Okay. So, owned a donut shop and apparently was big into high school sports. And now the trophy that had sat on the shelf for 17 years is back out and it's his trophy so it's another trophy game for ph in marysville and this is something we talked about on tuesday's show but this is a chance for marysville i think to really make a statement because kind of like where northern was before the mott game hey your two biggest games you didn't play great northern went out and got a nice win against a good mott team Marysville is going to try to go out and get a nice win against a very good PH team that could give them home field advantage at least for a week in the playoffs, and depending on the draw, maybe the top seed in the district. Well, and if you're Marysville, you'd like that because it increases your chances, I think. Because I think, and you can use this to your advantage, I think they're going to go into the playoffs and people are going to be looking past them. And I think yeah. that that would be a mistake for a lot of opponents that they could draw. I do think this matchup, however, does favor Port here on high. Yes. Um, I think they have the two best players on the field, and that's not a slight against anyone in Marysville. Marysville has a lot of nice players, 
But this Gavin Troy Amari Holler combo is as dynamic of a offensive or I should say a skill position duo that PH has had since the Chapman family left. Well, I I'm gonna look at it like this. The flat out worst game on PH's schedule was Sterling Heights, and they beat him so bad that Sterling Heights quit. <laughs> They did. They quit. They, they said, we're not playing our last two games. We just got beat by a team 76 to nothing, and they forfeited week eight, and they forfeited week nine to Warren Cousino. They're done. Stick a fork in them. They went 0-9 this year. Oh, uh, that did happen. And they were playing two lower division teams and said, nope, no thanks. We don't want to play the game. But PH has been playing so consistent. Dennis, since week one, do you know what their lowest point total is? Um, 32. I, yeah, and that was the Mott. Mott game. Yeah. So they're scoring 30-plus points a game since their week one loss. Marysville is going to have to control the time of possession. Marysville is going to have to have their defense show up. And, Dennis, let's just call a spade a spade. When Marysville's played their two best teams, they haven't scored a point. That obviously has to change. Yes. And when uh, PH played its other big rivalry game, they got a shutout. PH's offense is the one we talk about, but their defense is really good, too. Until last week, I mean, 30 points was a rarity. And again, I think we're not giving Fitz enough No, I, per, when I talked to Perk this week, he goes, that's a good, he goes, I don't know where the hell those guys were early in the year, because <laughs> some of those guys we saw that played well against us, we sure as heck didn't see them on film. He thinks Fitz can go down to Avondale and give them a fight. Yeah. So I do think Fitz is better than we thought they were going to be, and PH still took care of business. But bottom line for Marysville is they have to score if they want to win this. I don't see them getting into a, a mud wrestling contest with PH trying to eke out a 10-7 to victory. Yeah, no, I don't see that happening. Even if it rains on Friday, I don't see that happening. I think you're going to need to score. I think you're going to need to score four touchdowns to win this game if you're Marysville. Do you want the AccuStucky forecast yes. for, for this week? All right, hold on. Let me. I have every Blue Water area school in my recents on weather.com. <laughs> uh, I need to pull up Marysville, Michigan first because that's where the game is. It does help, I think, PH that it's on turf because they have some speed. Let's look. Let's take a look at the 10-day forecast. So right now at time of recording, which we're recording this on Wednesday night, Friday is just light showers, 39% chance, about a 10-mile-per-hour wind. And at night, it's not supposed to rain. So it looks like it'll stay dry. You, you, you That's want, for Marysville. You want to you know what, and he never say it probably, not out loud, but Perk is hoping – Northern and St. Clair, that it rains in Port Huron, and Northern and St. Clair rip up his field, <laughs> and he has to play his home playoff games at Marysville. At Marysville. That's what I think he's hoping. <laughs> if Memorial I Stadium, think he'd love to get Gavin and Amari on turf all the time. I think so, too. But if Memorial didn't have the allure that it has, <laughs> if it did, because I, I was talking to Perk and some of the other coaches when I was at practice that – it's a little bit of a different feel. Like, if you're not used to what Memorial Stadium brings, where the, the stands are five yards from the sideline, 
It's a little intimidating being so cramped and having the fans on top of you and how loud it gets. If you're in Avondale and you're not used to that, if you're uh, name any of the teams west of here, Linden, Holly, uh, Bay City Western, if you have to come here and play, that I think that's a bigger advantage than getting them on turf. Yeah, not not having that track to separate you from the audience. And plus, yeah, he'd like to get them on turf, but those guys on grass, they're used to it. And especially you get down in the city, you don't see that many grass fields. I don't know how many grass fields Avondale's played on. I don't know how many grass fields Fitz plays on. So I think that helps PH, but yes. I think a lot of people would like to see that facility turfed. Yeah, anymore, anymore, yeah, down there. When I was a kid, it was all grass everywhere, but not anymore. All those places. Yeah, because because turf was carpet at that point. Maybe Centerline still plays on grass because they play Madison maybe. But anyway, we're getting sidetracked. Uh, Madison might even have turf at their school now. This should be a fun one because I think there will be a really nice crowd for it. And there's a lot to play for. Both teams are in the playoffs, so both fan bases know a loss is not detrimental, but it could cost them going on the road versus staying at home. PH, I think, will get a home playoff game no matter what, but a win and a, the right draw could get them two or three playoff games at, at Memorial. Just got to take care of business. All right. Uh, also, go Cincinnati St. Muller. I'm sorry. I don't want to see King. <laughs> so just when you're scrolling through and you're looking through all the scores, just take a look. Uh, I, I have a feeling St. Moeller is going to do pretty well against King. And for PH fans, why I bring that up, if King loses, they're not guaranteed to be out, but they are probably out. All right. Uh, Northern St. Clair. What does this game mean other than the rivalry and bragging rights? Because if the if the Huskies win and they're the favorite to win, if if they win, is there any chance they're getting a home game against somebody if they don't get moved out to the west? So if they stay on the, basically the I ninety four, yeah, district. not if they've really. got Roseville or no. Rose Point because South, they're going to be on the Even with the projections, road. Roseville loses against uh, Harper Woods. Is who they play. They lose to Harper Woods. Saint or Northern beats Saint Clair. I don't think it makes that much of a difference. And I, it can because it, there is the possibility they go west, and you go west it flips everything on its head. And now you might not even be as in the same region as De La Salle or Roseville. So happy birthday, Larry! But just get the win and let the cards fall where they may. That's how I'd approach it. If I'm Saint Clair. If I mess up, who cares? I ain't got film to watch on Monday. Oh, yeah, this is your playoff game. Yes. You win this game, all of a sudden everyone looks back at, all right, they struggled, but at the end of the year they figured it out, and then you have that offseason of good good vibes and momentum moving to next year where hopefully the young guys on that team can build off of that and use it as a launching pad into the next season. Yeah, and, and people go, remember the 23 season? And everybody goes, oh, yeah, that was the year we beat Northern. Mm-hmm. They don't go, well, that was the year we went three and six. They go, no. that was the year we beat Northern. Yeah. Um, so that's what they have to play for. But I'm telling you what, since losing to P.H., the Huskies have played about as well as anybody in the area the last three weeks. And I think just like the PH and Marysville game, the Max Silver team's going to have to find a way to score points, and I'm not sure there's a, a huge pathway to do that. Yeah, uh, and, and Northern's only, I mean, uh, uh, the gross point south and PH games skew it a little bit, but they're, they're giving up about 
I don't know, 10, 12 points a game. Outside, in their wins. They're, they're pretty much all told together. What are they giving up? 149 points in eight weeks. And I'm bad at math. 20 ish. But, but they're, they're not giving up. A little up under a, 20. They're like not 17. giving up a, a ton of points. And St. Clair hasn't been prone to scoring a ton of points, I guess is what I'm getting. I at. have a feeling this has all the makings, like this game was last year, of just Northern to get a 10 point lead and just put the chokehold on. And the final score won't be anything sexy like 49 to nothing. I think Northern has a really good shot to win this game. I just think it won't be – it'll be like an Iowa win. No, I'm not calling Northern's offense like Iowa's. I'm just saying, they'll go, they'll win 16-4, to fours, and you're going <laughs> – 16-4. Yeah, you're going, all right, hey, you got the win. <laughs> that would be an interesting score. All right, you got the win. I haven't seen two safeties this season. So, I don't know. I just I, – I'm. I think Northern's offense could score a lot. Do I think they will know? Because St. Clair's defense has actually been all right this year. Uh, that's been their stronger side of the ball, and they have nothing to lose. So let's see, let's see what goes on with that. But I, I do think this is Northern's game to have. Yeah, I, I think how much Northern scores will depend on how hard the Saints want to play in Week Nine. Right. Yeah, because they're. I mean, with any team that's out of the playoffs, there is that factor of how mu- how hard are you willing to play, knowing there's no tomorrow. Yeah. All right, uh, Marine City's done nothing but win uh, after week one. Seven straight. They're going into uh, the game against Durand. Uh, Again, as you said in the open, Durand was pretty good last year when they scheduled all of this, and they they kind of come in with a a disappointing 3-5 and record, but what kind of a 3-5 and record, Uh, Brady? uh, Have you looked at... Yeah, what they've I've, done. I've taken a look, and Duran just they they ain't that good this year. Uh, their three wins are against three not great teams: Otisville, Lakeville, Mount Morris, and Flint Southeastern. Those are not good teams. They've lost. They lost to Montrose. They lost to Ovid Elsie. They've lost to Chesaning. They've lost to New Lothrop. And very rarely has Duran gotten no pun intended railroaded um, <laughs> in, in their losses. But I, I just don't think they have the firepower. They had a ton of seniors, like 17 or 18 seniors on last year's team who beat Marine City handily and lost in the first round of the playoffs. But I think this is Marine City's game to win. Is this going to be the laydown it was last week with centerline? No. Is it going to be a game that Marine City will probably win by two or three scores? Yeah. I think this is a game Marine City, hey, I'm keeping them up on the shelf. I'm not worried about them. They can take care of business, and then they can get together and see which BWAC team they're likely going to play in the postseason on Sunday. They did keep it close against New Lothrop. Is New Lothrop down this year? New Lothrop's like D8 now, though. That's the thing. Um, Actually, New Lothrop's only lost one game. That was to Chesney. Yeah, but Duran's actually one of the bigger teams in that league because Montrose, what, D6? Uh Ovid Elsie, I think, is a little bigger, but that was one of their worst losses. I, I don't know. I think this Duran team is, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Passable, fine, all right. They can put their pants on and tie their shoes, <laughs> but I just don't think they're going to beat any team of substance. Again, Otisville, Lakeville, Mount Morris, and Flint Southeastern or Flint whatever. Flint. Yeah, the on the Flint site. Jaguars. Yeah. 
They, they have they, scored uh, eight, 18 points this year? No, 18 and 8. They've scored 26 course, points yeah. this year. They're 0-8, and their closest game was week two. Bendel beat them 36-6. to That was so, their closest game. So their three wins have combined themselves for three wins, and that's because they had to play at least uh, Mount, Mount Morris and Otisville Lakeville had to play each other. Mount Morris is 2-6, and six, and With they the beat Lakeville 56-15. to 15. <laughs> Yeah, so do I even want to look and see no. what Lakeville is? No, they've got one win. They beat yeah. Genesee. Yeah, the Genesee team that was getting just trashed in eight man and bumped up. To they actually beat Bendel in week one, forty two twenty eight, but had to forfeit the game. Oh, so all right, they have four wins. Oh, sorry, two wins. Anyway, well, it would have been two. Well, I mean four combined. Yeah, but long story short, Marine City, you're going to win this week. Right, Duran beat him seven. And get cozy. Hey, tell. Tell everyone down there, tell Mr. Reinhardt he doesn't have to to get any buses ready until possibly week three of the postseason because you're going to be at East China Stadium as long as you keep winning for at least a couple weeks. Yeah, uh, I, would, I, would, I would say so. All right, so that's, those are the MAC games. Take a quick yep. break, and uh, we'll run through the, uh, the BWAC and uh, some of the uh, other stuff. Um, the, the BWAC has some interesting games, uh, and we'll talk about that next. Do you have questions about your retirement? Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts can help. With the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach, you'll work together to develop a retirement roadmap to get you where you want to go. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Preferred Seamless Gutters in Emily City has been family-owned and operated since 1997. In-house employees, when you call Preferred, you get Preferred. At Preferred, they manufacture all components, making them the warehouse. This ensures prompt installation from Preferred's well-trained and courteous staff, serving St. Clair, Sanilac, Genesee, and northern Macomb counties. Give Melissa a call and she'll be happy to schedule a quote. No high-pressure sales, just great service from Preferred Seamless Gutters in Imlay City. Call 800-964-6613 today. Shopping for a vehicle the last two years has been frustrating for all of us. Inflated prices and misleading ads that waste your time and money. Look no further than Jepson Car Company. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson Car Company is St. Clair County's most transparent dealership. At Jepson, the price you see on a vehicle is the price you pay. No hidden fees or misleading rebates. When you need your next vehicle, stop by Jepson Car Company today. This is Amari Haller. I play quarterback at Port Huron High School. As a high school student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region here at Port Huron Schools. The district provides personalized success for all students because each Port Huron School's journey is unique and special. I know I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the field. I know they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools has prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. 
please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, you're uh, back with uh, Dennis and uh, Brady. So, Brady, what is it that all the experts know about Ogemaw Heights that we don't? Uh, They don't know anything about that. They just don't know about Almont. I'm going to say it is ignorance about the Raiders and not anything about Ogemaw Heights. I mean, they're they're a nice team. They've won some – they beat some – teams i don't think any of them are particularly great and their one big test they lost i just think it's BWAC disrespect if we're being honest they beat flint powers powers flint powers sucks this year (laughs) they beat saint francis and they suck this what's their record this year before i emphatically say they suck oh i don't you know i don't know I'm I'm looking at a website that doesn't give records. Oh, boo! I, I was just I I'm like, do they have a player or something? And I thought maybe there'd be an article about them that tells me why everybody thinks they're so great. Yeah, I I, I couldn't tell you. Apparently, they they have a running back that that's pretty good. Um, I'm trying to see if I can find anything else about him. Uh, he was uh, they have an it was an all state honorable mention last year. So I mean, he's good. But everyone has good players. Chase Batani's pretty good. Luke Winkler's pretty good. Uh, uh, I don't want to butcher the poor man's name. Uh, Yusuf Abu uh, Jude, I think, is the name off the top of my head. He's really good inside, and he's a guy we don't talk about a lot. Uh, St. Francis is three and four this year. Yeah, so what's the win? What's... Ogemaw Heights' best win and put it up against Cross-Lex. Does, the, does Traverse City St. Francis beat Cross-Lex? No. Does any other team on that schedule beat them? No. I don't think – I just think that it's ignorance to Almont. We've seen Almont, and Dennis, you know I was a little – I don't know about Almont at the beginning of the year, and then I saw them in person, and I did a 180. Kingsley is 6-2. and two. Okay. That's their best win. So Kingsley their is their losses against Gladwin, who's seven and one. And then the rest of their schedule, five and three, three and four, oh and eight, four and four, two and six, six and two, and four and four. So you have a six and two Kingsley team that hasn't beat a team I care about. Cool. And then like Almont has wins over seven and one, five and three, three, four and fours, a two and six, a one and seven, and what's Marysville? Six and two. Six and two. So that's at least two teams that they've beaten at least two playoff teams. I don't know. Maybe I'm just biased and I'm not giving West Branch Ogemaw Heights the credit they deserve. But I'm just telling you, you when you see Almont in person, it's a different feel. Like they fly to the football. They are a, a physical, fast. Any adjective that is positive can describe Almont. And they have to come to Almont? Hey, I could understand picking Ogemaw Heights if Almont had to go the, the two-hour drive up to West Branch, two and a half or however long it is from there. But they're at home. That's what I don't get, Dennis. So that doesn't add up. Well, Dennis is trying to do math over there. But Ogemaw Heights, I mean, they're a, a program that, hey, every handful of years they get a good team and then they 
You know, they'll, they'll make yeah. the playoffs for a year or so, two. They were a playoff team last year, and they lost to Gladwin in the first round and gave them a decent game. And Gladwin won a state title. What are you thinking there? Uh, I'm just – keep talking. I'm doing math. All right. So He's 15, 20, math. 24, 28, 32. Counting with get stuck 34, on 34, 35, 41. Educational programming. Why, why is Ogemaw Heights opponents only played 63 games and Elmont's opponents have played 72? Did you miss a team? I don't know. Eight. One, two, three, four, This is some five, very six, critical seven, thinking. Eight. Great podcasting. Uh, no, oh, I know what I did. Oh, there we go. See, double check your work, kids, before you turn in your homework assignment. All right. So basically, Elmont's opponents are 33 and 31. And uh, Ogemaw Heights opponents are 31 and 32. I just think that they, Almont's played better brands overall. Like, I don't know. I'm going to disrespect Ogemaw Heights, and I need, I'm going to write checks that Almont has to catch. Almont's uh, played uh, three winning teams and three 500 teams, and Ogemaw Heights has played three winning teams and two 500 teams. All right. Well, <laughs> either way, uh, if, if you're looking, Elmont's only played two losing teams, and or two teams that have losing records through eight weeks. Right. And Ogemaw Heights has played three. All right. Cross Lex goes to Freeland. This is another big one. This is a big, big one for it, personally. Personally, this is just Brady. Cross Lex goes there and wins. I'm on the Pioneer wagon. I am going. Go in the playoffs. I don't care about Goodrich. I don't care about a rematch with Freeland. I don't care about any of those teams. You can go out there and beat them. You lose this one, I'm going, I might catch you up the road depending on how the game goes. If you lose a one-point thriller, what am I going to say? But This is a big, I think, perception game, not just for me. I don't want to speak for you, but I think for a lot of people around the area and state. Um, I think if Elmont and Croslex both win, not only is it a statement game for both schools, but for the BWAC as a whole. Like I, I think if you are a BWAC school and you're rooting against either, unless you're North Branch and you have to play Croslex, that, then, then I forgive you if you're rooting against the Pioneers. But, but the other BWAC schools, you should be rooting for the top two teams in your league, really the top three teams in, in your league. Uh, and I'm going to throw Armada in that group. For, for them to go out and have a, have a deep run in the playoffs. And Richmond is saying, hey, wait a minute, we, we might be playing Armada. Okay, again, you know what I mean. Yes. Um, Every team not in your division. But you, you, you just, uh, I mean, especially last year, I can see we're outside our area. Yeah. People are going, yeah, BWAC teams, whatever. Yeah. But wait till they get to the playoffs. They look good against each other. But this is a chance in week nine to at least get us to turn our heads. And this is a really good Freeland team. I mean, Freeland's been a, a program. You go on the, the site and it's just playoff, 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 playoff. It, it looks like Almont, but green and white. Yeah. It looks like Marine City, but green and white. Their only loss this year, Frankenmuth took them behind the woodshed a bit. Frankenmuth has Does done that, that to, to everyone a teams, for a yeah. decade now. I mean, Frankenmuth's only loss is to Goodrich, so it kind of goes full circle. I think the the Freelands, the Frankenmuths, the Goodriches, I think they're all really good teams. 
I don't think they're that next level. You know when you get that that team when everything's coming together, Frankenmuth a couple years ago. Are these teams that could very much make a run and end up in a semifinal? Of course. But I don't think they're any more special than Cross Lex is right now. Yeah. Is that uh, a good way to put it? That's a good way to put it. Uh, uh, I think that this is an interesting game, and it's one of those games where I wish they were playing it at Crosslex because I feel like home field in this game Could might it. be a touchdown. I, I'd agree, and I don't think any of the kids on the team – well, I guess if you're a senior, that they were sophomores when they went out to Crosslex to play that game so or out to Freeland uh, to play that game. But I, I think Crosslex has a good chance in this one. I, I do. I think this is maybe a coin flip game in – with the home team, maybe a slight edge to Freeland, but I ain't counting Crosslex out. They played one not great game, and that was against a great Almont team. Yeah. Um, Armada has got Corona. Enter Corona. Enter a special team. Dennis, I'm worried about Corona. I am very worried about what Armada is going to have to do when they play Corona because it's not that I don't think the Tigers are a good team. Far from it. I think Armada is better than their 5-3 and three record. But you look at what this Corona team has done. They have body-slammed everyone, including Goodrich, who, as we mentioned, beat Frankenmuth, so has some, some talent. They beat Fenton 57-7, to and for context, that would be like if Armada went to Northern and beat Northern by that much because Fenton's a D3 two or three school, and they took them behind the woodshed, and it wasn't even close. And Fenton was 6-1 and one going into that game. I am worried about Corona and Armada going out, out there, going out there this year. I give Kyle Rowley and Armada all the credit in the world. You want to be the man, you got to beat the man, and the only way to do it is to schedule it. And I know those 40-some young men going out to Corona aren't, are thinking that they're going out there to win. Kyle Rowley doesn't schedule games just to schedule them. He schedules them to win. But, oh, boy, this Corona team is a behemoth. Okay, and again, I'm just kind of running through the uh, their opponents because all of their wins are just grotesquely right. lopsided. I mean, Goodrich, basically, I did a little bit of reading on the Goodrich game. Basically, for three quarters, it was 7-7, but I think in the second quarter – it got away from them, and Corona scored like four touchdowns, bang, 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 and then just rode it out for the end of the till the end of the game. But yeah, Corona is very scary. Corona is a team that has eleven seniors, I believe, starting right now, and what they have on it is they have a good supporting cast from the juniors, and this is the year. Uh, our friends out in Corona, Ted Fatel, the we do their we do or take part in their preview every year. They're Corona guys, and he's like, I've been following it my whole life, and he's about your age, and he's like, it ain't never been like this out in Corona. They yeah, are- I mean, I I, I know, uh, and I've done Corona games in the past in other markets, mm. uh, and, and I, I know they've they've had playoff teams, they've had okay teams, but I don't ever remember them having a team that anybody feared. Like, let me put it this way: I think the vibe out in Corona is if we don't at least make a state championship, it was a disappointing season. 
and they might have to face a good Notre Dame prep game in the playoffs. I mean, this is a Corona team that has a pair of, uh, I believe they're twins, the Bauer twins. I know they're pretty good. I think their quarterback is really solid, um, too. I don't know his name, but a lot of these guys were sophomores when they went out to Marine City and gave the Mariners a fight in their state final run a couple years ago, and now that class has fully made it through, and they're making some noise. It was November 6th, 1992, at Corona, first round of the Class B playoffs that they played Millington, and I, and I Millington won the game 21 to 14. Millington was up 21 to nothing like 5 6 minutes into the game and then hung on for a 21-14 win. So, I'm sorry, I got I it. Do confused. remember that game? Wyatt Bauer is also their quarterback. <clears throat> He's had offers from like Central and Colorado State. They're going him and his brother are going to Saginaw, but they've got some D1 guys on this team. They've got some D1 guys on this team that make a big big difference. So, hey, if Armada goes out there and gets the win, Saturday night is going to be the Tiger Love – or Friday night is going to be the Tiger Love Fest show because <laughs> that would be as big of a win as any team has gotten in the regular season in any sport that we've done since this has started. And I think they're trying uh, – no, they had, one, they had a 10-win season before. It's going to say they were trying to tie the school record for wins. Yeah, the their, season, their thought is state title or bust. That's what Corona's feeling right now. And, hey, Armada goes out there and is competitive. I, I will honestly be happy with it. But the Tigers are going to have their hands full. This is a special Cavalier team. All right, now let's get into some uh, win to get in. North Branch goes to Holly. The Broncos versus the Bronchos. Uh, and uh, the, the Broncos probably need a win here to get in. It's pretty black and white with them. They win, they're in, they lose, they're out. That's It's it's as clear-cut, I think, of any of the teams that we have. Uh, win, in, lose, done. And and of any of the, the, the win and get in teams, North Branch probably has the best opponent. Like, I'm Ooh. not saying Holly's great, but at 5-3, and oh, three, I like, think they're better than Clintondale. Oh, you're the toughest team. Yeah, okay. I think I they're better the than Schwartz yeah. Creek. I would agree And I think that. Mooney, I, I know Parkway's got a way better record, but I well, just think but Parkway in. plays a real... Mooney's in even if they lose. They're like number 20 in play. They yeah, I, I want Mooney to win. I, I do, too. I want, I'm just saying If that. they don't get drawn to that ugly beach district, I want them to have a chance to have a home game. Right, but they, they are already in. But these three are, are true winning ends. And North Branch against Holly. Holly's an all right team. I don't like that it's at Holly. I wish that they came to North Branch. But I don't think it's too far for the Broncos to go. It's just what, Flint area? Yeah, you're just you're shooting over to Flint and going down 75. Yeah, so it's not too bad. And I like the back against the wall scenario for North Branch. I think this is a good time for Coach Sakura to – you know, get his mark, get in the playoffs, and then, hey, I, I said it last week and I still believe it. I don't want to draw North Branch in the first round. Even if you're the better team than North Branch, that's just a that's just a bear of a team to have to play in the first round, especially if it's going to be wet and cold. And that team I don't think has any quit in them, and they're going to have belief. And 
I just I think this is a good North Branch team. I think they can take care of business at Holly. Yale's got to go on the road. They're going to play at uh, Schwartz Creek. Schwartz Creek is two and six on on the season. Um, uh, again, I, I feel like this is a game Yale can win, and this is two years in a row for the for the Bulldogs where they've got to win that last game. Uh, and they played Lutheran uh, North last year, mm-hmm. and that was a game that a lot of people were like, "Ooh, I don't know if they're going to go and win that," and they did. So thirty-five twenty-eight. It wasn't yeah, easy. I, I, I'm fairly confident, oh, me, though. Uh, in sorry, Yale. it was thirty-eight twenty-eight. I was looking at a different year, yeah, but, but uh, they still won a close one. Uh, I'm 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 fairly confident that Yale can get this done. Uh, again, but I, I saw them win. last week against Elmont, and I know they lost forty-seven to nineteen. But that had more to do with the level that Almont is playing at and not that Yale went out and played a horrible game and turned the ball over and were just right. bad. I mean, Schwartz Creek's two wins are the Flint Southeastern, the Flint whatever team. The Flint Jaguars. Yeah, the, 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 the like putrid green Flint team, according to this site, and Flint Kersley. And every loss they had has been pretty non-competitive. Um I do think Yale has a good chance. Again, would like it if it was at Yale Park, but I think they can go on the road and get it done. Yeah, and Richmond does get a home uh, game, uh, and, and I, it's not that I think Clintondale is awful, but but Richmond, you're the better team. Go out and prove it. I think Clintondale is kind of in that same spot I put Durand. They're fine. They, they, they can beat you if you don't play well. They're, they're, they are not an incapable team. But much like I said when Marysville played them, much like I said when Marine City played them, you go out and you play a good game that Marines or that uh, Richmond, if they just play their brand of football, they'll be all right against Clintondale. They don't have to worry about the Dragons. Now, the Dragons jumped up and got them last year. There's a little bit of a revenge spot for Richmond. They want to get back into the playoffs. Last year was the first year they had missed in over 10 years. And I don't think Richmond wants to miss for two years in a row. Uh, and I'm going to say this. MLA City's going to go out on a two-game win streak, and they're going to finish with three wins this year. Don't they play that Flint team? They, they, play, they play Flint, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to win that game. Uh, it's, it's at Flint. I don't care. No, I don't care. What does the, the, the MHSA have them listed at? Um, the Flint Jaguars. Just the Flint Jaguars? Yeah. Because I thought it was like Flint something. Southwestern. Is it Southwestern? That, that's um, that's what the, the schedule had them as at the start yeah, of the, the season. Yeah, the state has it we, as, oh, this is 13 and 14. I don't know why it directs to that <laughs> year. Um, Flint Southwestern. And apparently it's played at Northwestern High School, according to the state. <laughs> that's a good spot for it. Sure. Um, why not? Uh, Algonac plays Whitmore Lake, uh, and when I looked them up, they're they're two and six. Algonac's one and seven. The game's at the Swamp. Go Rats! That's all I'm going to say. I, I'd agree with that. Get a chance to again, much like I talked about with St. Clair, end on a win, get some momentum, build some excitement going into the off season. Maybe you get a few more kids. Maybe you get healthy in the off season. And you can turn that around now. Because let's be honest, after not playing a season, 99% of the population thought Algonac would go 0-9 this year. Yes, and 2-7 and would be a big accomplishment. And I'll tell you what, if Algonac was playing Whitmore Lake schedule, probably about a 500 team, if not better, 
I mean, Whitmore Lake beat Lutheran and Lutheran Northwest. Ooh, they were one of Parkway Christian's fraudulent wins. Um, <laughs> like Livonia, Clarenceville, Detroit, Edison, all these teams that I just don't really care for. Uh, I think Algonac can maybe take a big advantage of this game. All right, let, let's go to the GTC East. There are some fun matchups here. Yes, uh, Ubley, 8-0, and goes to Montrose. Who is six and uh, two? I, is, let me throw you some ugly numbers because you haven't had enough of those. Ugly, uh, they have scored in eight weeks this year. They have scored three hundred and seventy points. So if they put thirty up, they're going to have a four hundred point regular and, season. And it's probably down from last year. They've given up sixty-seven points. They have outscored the opposition through eight weeks by three hundred and three points. Three hundred and three. They beat the West champion by 35 last week. I told you that one was going to happen. I mean, they they beat Everest by 37 in week one. I know Everest is going to want a chance to run that back. I wouldn't. No, neither would I. I'd want to. But here's the thing. Montrose or Hill McCoy or whatever the hell it's actually called is not a bad team. They lost to Chesney by eight and New Lothrop took it to them. But they've beaten some good teams out there. I think Ubley's the favorite, but they go to Montrose, correct? Yep. This is the f- only time in the regular season I've been. Maybe. I don't think, but maybe it could happen. Uh, and, and also, I know Ubley's been a little banged up the last couple of weeks. You probably won't be able to hide that in this game. No. No. So, I like that Ubley has a test. Uh, I think it's a lot better than last year when they played Reese in the final game that they went out and got someone really solid. So I, I like this test for Ubley, and you win this one, and now you're going, yeah, we are one of the favorites in D8. Harbor Beach plays Beal City. The game's at Beach. I like that. Beal City's 8-0, and we know they're good. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get they regularly get to the semifinals, and they even get to the finals every now and again. Uh, <laughs> they're... They're a good program. They're usually a, a team that we talk about with Ubley facing at some point. And for a couple of years there, they were kind of Ubley's bane. Right. Um, where, where Ubley would get by Beach only to lose to Bale City. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- th- this is an interesting uh, game. Uh, and really, uh, I mean, <sighs> Ubley hasn't had to play this kind of an opponent Har- in a while. Beach. Or yeah, Beach hasn't had to play anybody like this for a couple of weeks. But is that their fault? No, it's not their fault. It, but but it, it's like I, I, I don't. It, they're it's. A, I think it's a good game to have before the playoffs because it doesn't matter if they win or lose. They're no. probably going to be the two seed in their district. You know, I don't know if somehow Montrose pulled it off and Harbor Beach beat Beale City. Could they flip that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that. It, I don't think so because I don't know that it matters. Ugly would either. get more bonus points from beating Everest than Beachwood for beating Mooney. Yeah, and they both beat Cass City and they both beat uh, Lakers, so that would be the only difference. So I think that Ugly would still be on top, but this is a chance for Harbor Beach. I, mean, I think we talked about it last show to set yourself up to say we can take down Ugly. We just beat Beale City. When this rematch happens in the playoffs, we got a good crack at them. 
Um, yeah, I would, I would agree with that. Like uh, the, again, if Harbor beach wins this game, they can think we're good enough to beat anybody, including Ubley, run it back, including that team. Um, but uh, again, it can work in the other effect to you that if you lose to, to Beale city and say you draw like seminary, you, you might be vulnerable in that game. Yeah. But take care of business against Beale City, and I think you'll be in a good spot. I really like that this game's at Harbor Beach. This is yes. what this is what good programs do, and this is the test you put yourself on at on the end of the season. All right, uh, Marlette is uh, going to uh, play Waterford Our Lady of the Lakes. They're going to win that game. Good night, Lakes. Um, if this was a game, you know, it's funny. Five years ago, this would have been a game you're going. Oh, Ooh, my God, yeah. Marlette's going to get railed in this one. And now it's, oh, my God, Lakes is going to get railed in this one. Uh, like Bad Axe Lakers would have been a big rivalry game that we got excited about last year. This year we're looking at it going, oh, Bad Axe got a chance to win this game. Well, it's kind of winning in yeah. for these two teams. Yeah. Because, yeah, if Lakers win, that's five and four. That probably gets them in. And if Bad Axe wins, they go to four and five, but that might be enough for them. Yeah, it's that's kind of the setup. So that that should be a fun one in the GTC East. Sandusky's going to beat USA. Yep, and Sandusky's like getting the into they the are. into the playoffs. Uh, <laughs> and I'm rooting for Memphis this week. They go on the road at Lincoln King. That is a winnable game. Yeah, it's. Uh, I actually think Memphis might be the favorite in this one. It's not often you say a one in seven team is a favorite, but Lincoln King, they're like a newish school. They're right. They're like between Renaissance and UDM. It's a it's a weird program, and yeah, I I'd be very curious to see how this game goes. Yeah, they're two and six. They play a lot of the charter schools. Yeah, and they stuff play a like lot of that. the schools. You go, who the hell is that? Yeah, <laughs> that wait, that's a school. <laughs> and, you, and you click on it's like, yep, they've had four years of football. They forfeit twenty percent of their games. <laughs> Mooney at Parkway Christian. Uh, Parkway's frauds, uh, vaunted seven frauds. and one. Frauds. And uh, and Mooney at four and four. They're going to get into the postseason, but I'd like to see them go in on a winning note. I if if they have everyone back for this game, I think Mooney rolls them. Dennis, go through Parkway Christian schedule, and then try and find me a win I care about, like even just <laughs> all an okay win. Do that for see see, see what Parkway Christian's best win is because there ain't a lot of them. And four and four Mooney. I, I'm pimping out going down there and getting a big win. Is it beating New Haven by 22? Is it beating Cabrini by 39? Oh, hey, Lincoln King, they beat them. Mount Clemens, Lutheran, Lutheran Northwest, Whitmore Lake. They lost to Valley Lutheran last week. Either way, That's hard to do. if Mooney had their schedule, they would be 8-0 and oh, and they would look like they were ugly. Parkway oh, Lutheran's 4-4 four and four this year. Ooh, and who are those four wins against? I don't care what. They had won four games in the five previous years. So to be four and four, they're having a big season. Good for them, but they they, they beat, they beat Carlton. Ooh, it ain't basketball. They only lost to Nouvelle by 28. Their years, Nouvelle would have scored 76 on them. Yeah. Point being. They beat St. Louis. Congrats. Mooney, I, <laughs> much like I am. Just putting my chest out. I'm writing checks for Almont to cash. There's a few checks being written for 
for Mooney to cash this weekend when they go down to Parkway, Christian, because I think they need to show them, hey, come play in, in a real league and then see how you do. They beat Westland Lothern. Come on. Ooh. Does, has hey, Westland, Westland Luther- Luther's 0-8. It's, you got to be good to go 0-8. That's – uh, it's playing Westland Lutherans and schedule. You got to be Lutheran Northwest, and yeah, it's. Has there ever been a good direction? Well, Clemens might make. Has the there ever been a good school that's had two the, directions in their there's name? There's their signature win because Mount Clemens looks like they're going to make the playoffs. Yay! And, we and they scored more points on Cabrini than Mooney did. Well, and gave up less. Just give them the trophy then. No, actually, Mooney scored fifty-seven. Well, they gave up less than Mooney. Has did. there ever been a good school that has two directions in their name? Like, yeah. yeah, you'll get Gross Point South, Port here on Northern. You'll get schools like that, but you'll never get Southeast whatever, and they're good at, at something. Oh, come on. Na- name that's, one good. That's no way to, to Name a team make that's a had decision two directions that. in their name that's been good. I don't know that many teams with two directions, but I'm sure we there's been somebody that's been good. We were talking about Southeastern. They ain't any good. <laughs> Southwestern. South, whatever. They can be Northeast, South. Country Day, whatever they can call themselves. They ain't any good. Uh, let's see. What else is going on? Brown City, Bay City All Saints. Two teams that won their leagues this year. And Brown City's going to win by 30. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> because All Saints played in the stripes, and they crossed over once with, like, an OK Stars team and lost. K-Pack hosts Caseville. I think K-Pack can win this game. I do, too. Uh, Deckerville will, will beat uh, Peck. Yeah. There's a lot of years that's a really fun game. Tech just is in a rebuilding stage. CPS isn't playing a game this week. No, they couldn't find a week nine. I'm disappointed. But, uh, hey, they got to win this year. And uh, New Haven Merritt is 4-3. and three. Oakland Christian is 3-5. and five. Why do I feel like Oakland Christian is a 30-point favorite in this game? Well, cause I don't know why you do that because they don't have Zion Campbell, <laughs> the destroyer of thumb teams. Yeah, well, I mean – I I still think Oakland Christian's going to beat Merritt Zion Campbell or not. <laughs> Speaking, uh, <laughs> this is going to be a tough week of the picks, Dennis. I'm going to go ten and zero. All right, you go ahead. I need to go ten and zero. So, it's uh, Dennis. This is as tough of a slate as we maybe have had this year. We have a new leader in the clubhouse. Really, in, in the picks, who's the new cheater? I mean, leader. <laughs> You want me to do it now or you want to wait till the oh, next? Oh, tell me now. All right, so right now, as I go through all the spreadsheets I have in my Google Drive, uh, I believe it's Jared or Gerard. I think it's Jared from Marysville with a 10-0 week eight. No way. Vaults him ahead of Calvin. He is now 63-17. and 17. Calvin is 62-18 and 18 after going 7-3. and three. A couple of guys that are on their tails, Taddy, is 61 and 19. He's two games back with two weeks to go. That is not an impossible task. Zach from Marysville, 61 and 19. And then Aaron from Almont is 60 and 20. Mike from Croswell is 60 and 20. And those are everyone with 60 wins. So we have, what, six guys with 60 wins or more? We're right in the mix. We are what go over our record. Uh you are sixty one and nineteen after okay. an eight and two week. So we're I'm two behind Jared. I am sixty and twenty after an eight and two week. Three behind him. The dummies had a ten and zero week, Brady. Yeah, the people did. The people went ten and zero. First time I think they've done that. 
to move to 58 and 22, a game ahead of our guests. After uh, Mike Legros went seven and three last week to put the guests at 57 and 23. All right, so we're we're gonna have a tough edition of the picks this week and next week are gonna be tough to round it out. And just as a reminder that to win the prize again, thank you Campbell Cuts for the prize. Uh, it's ten weeks, so a hundred games. After the first week of the playoffs, it's over. And it doesn't matter if we have 10 teams left or one team left. After week 10, whoever has the most wins is the victor. If it's a tie, then we go to a runoff with the next week's picks. Okay. So so long as I'm not involved in it because yeah. I can't win the prize. Yeah, I was going to say, you can't win it. So <laughs> anyway, uh, picks coming up next with former Port here on High Coach Ryan Mullins. All right, looking forward to it. Brady Beaton here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Fransic Water Conditioning, your authorized independent Connecticut dealer, wants you to get the ball rolling to better living through better water. It's good to know you have someone in your corner with a full line of whole house and at-the-sink filtering systems. Call 800-848-5150 to schedule your free in-home water analysis and plumbing audit. The best quality water is within reach with Fransic Water Conditioning and Connecticut. Call us at 800 848 5150. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810-987-2185. This is McKenna Kitely from Port Huron Northern at Port Huron Schools. As a high school student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region here at Port Huron Schools. The district provides personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. I know that I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the court. I also know that they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools has prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington, a family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
Welcome back. It's everyone's favorite time of the year, week nine. We have a tough slate for the picks this week. And with the PH Marysville game this week, we're going to bring in someone who played in it, someone that was there the first time Port Huron High ever beat Marysville, coached against them. Former Port Huron High coach Ryan Mullins joins us. Dennis, let's just get to it. Time for the picks. All right. I want Putney. Oh, yeah. And he's going to roll out looking to throw. Pressure coming from Gavin Troy, who sacks him back near midfield. I thought this was America. Huh? Isn't this America? Snap, pitch, near side Mulberg, across midfield, has a blocker to the outside, 45-40, 35-30, and he's knocked out of bounds. No! He tiptoes inbounds and taken into the house. Jackson Mulberg, I don't know how he did it. Out of the gun, Minetti looking from the 29. He's firing deep. He's got a man out there. It's Browning, and he's got it for the score. Kubiak snap, straight drop, all day to throw. Pump fake wants the deep ball, looking for Monarch, and it's caught in the corner of the end zone. You're going to know what the proper ratio is on a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> He's outrunning everyone. Belly Grappi again, this time for 74 yards and the score. I want my picks back. I want David Putney. All right, stop talking about how much you like draft day, Dennis. Let's get to the picks, and we start up in the thumb. 8-0 Beale City comes over to take on the Pirates of Harbor Beach. We start with Coach Ryan Mullins. Who wins this game up in the thumb and why? Oh, I like Harbor Beach. Um, part of the reason is our, we used to take a family vacation there every oh, year. Yeah? Iron Mike would take us there. He softball, was always, was always playing in a softball tournament there. And plus, I had a former teammate at Saginaw Valley. Chris Lakowski was a great guy from Harbor Beach, so I'm going with Harbor Beach. Have you ever been to Beale City? Never. Do you know where Beale City is on a map? No. There we go, Dennis <laughs> Stuckey. I'm taking Beale City. Yeah, I just, I want to take Harbor Beach, too. Uh, Beale City's been really good. I'll take the Aggies. And the people agree. Twenty, or excuse me, sixty percent of the people are taking Beale City to shipwreck the Pirates in Week Nine. Let's go to the BWAC. It's winning in for these next three teams. Clintondale comes up to Richmond, a pair of four and four teams. Playoffs on the line, at least for Richmond. Clintondale might already be in. Dennis, are the Richmond Blue Devils going to the playoffs? Yes, they are. Richmond will win this game. I think Richmond is upset after their last three games. I think they have a point to prove. And, Dennis, I think they want another shot at Armada. That can happen in the playoffs. Give me the Blue Devils two-score victory. Coach Mullins. Oh, Blue Devils all the way. Um, I know they're well coached. They've had a tough regular season, but they're going to they're gonna pull out the victory. And part of the reason is you'll remember this, Brady. Yes. I got tossed. I was, gonna, I was just going to ask you if you've ever been Clintondale. to Clintondale. One of the worst nights of my coaching <laughs> career. Still still really mad about that. And I bet you if you ask my dad, he remembered that too. So uh, <laughs> Richmond all the way here. I think he was trying to get kicked out too. <laughs> he was trying. Did, didn't an official run into you or something? Isn't that he what it was? ran into me on the sideline as he was going down to cover the punt. He yep. got his arm locked in my headset, the cord. <laughs> And so he called a, you know, a, a sideline yeah. foul, and I thought, oh, okay, he's just going to, like, warning, right? It's yeah. a warning the first yeah. time. And he said, no, it's not a warning. And it just got wow. ugly from I wonder there. if he got my brother. I, I, I will just say, 
got ugly. Coach Mullins is also my <laughs> uncle, and he is one of the calmest, most patient people in the world. But Coach Mullins is a different animal. Not on the sideline. I, I, I won't share some of the one-liners he has, but we still talk about them at family Christmas. The people want R- Richmond as well, 86% on the Blue Devils. From the Blue Devils to the Bulldogs, Yale goes down to Schwartz Creek. Yale 4-4, four and four, winning in for them. Schwartz Creek season is done at 2-6. and six. All they can do is play spoiler. I'll get us started. Garrett Grunman and company are getting the win. They're going to the playoffs for a second straight year, and they're going to try to right some wrongs of the regular season in the postseason. Give me the Bulldogs. Coach Mullins. Yeah, no doubt. Yale's going to come out with a victory. Again, looking at their schedule, they played a tough regular season. And I like to see teams that play a good schedule. They've had some tough losses against some good teams, so Yale comes out victorious. Dennis Stuckey. Yale 900, Schwartz Creek negative three. No respect for whatever, what is Schwartz Creek, the Dragons or something like I that? Know. I don't know. The and people don't respect. The racetracks. <laughs> That's the racetracks. <laughs> the harness racers. The people don't respect them either. 93% of the populace are on the Bulldogs. We have the Broncos versus the Bronchos. North Branch, the Broncos with no age. Holly, the Broncos with an age, are playing North Branch 4-4. They have to go on the road. Win, they're in. Lose, they're watching next week from home. Chris Sikora trying to make the playoffs in the first year for North Branch. Coach Mullins, does North Branch get it done on the road, and are they going to the playoffs? Yes, they are. Again, I like their, their regular season schedule. Um, played some quality teams, and I think that pays off in week nine for North Branch. Have you ever been to North Branch? Yes, I have. Really? Oh, yeah. Been there for some powerlifting competitions. Oh, yeah. They're big in powerlifting. Big in powerlifting, which, again, is another reason why they win these games. They're a strong team year in, year out, and uh, they'll get the win. I'll have you know they did pave the road into the school this year, so they're getting upgrades up in Bronco country. <laughs> Dennis Stuckey. All I know is the Broncos are fast, so I'm picking the Broncos to beat Buddy Holly. 700 to negative 7. You don't spell Broncos with an H. I don't care if there's some cute story behind it. North Branch is tough. North Branch is good. They're going to represent the BWAC well. They're going to the playoffs. Give me North Branch. And the people very slightly agree with us. Only 53% of the people taking North Branch on the road. Let's take a detour to the MAC and Marine City. Durand. They lost a lot last year. They're three and five. They take on the Mariners seven and one. Dennis Stuckey, you get us started. Who wins this game and why? Oh, you know I never pick against Marine City and uh, Durand is not the Durand team we thought they would be this year. I'm taking the Mariners. Marine City's been on the shelf since the Marysville win because I know they're going to win out. I know they're going to uh, take care of business. And I knew they were playing Durand when I put them up there. Hey, Marine City, we'll take you down. We'll play with you starting on Sunday when you know your opponent. Give me the Mariners by a few scores. Let's go to a man who beat Marine City twice, the only two times PH and Marine City played, Ryan Mullins. Yeah, Marine City, we know who they are. They're well coached. Uh, They have a great program, one of the best in the state. Marine City wins this easily. And the people agree overwhelmingly. 95% of the people like the Mariners at home. Let's go to Corona. When the Armada Tigers off a big win, a big couple of wins the last few weeks, go to try and send a statement across the state when they go and take on the 8-0 Cavaliers. Listen, I've been very honest with how much I like Corona. I think Kyle Rowley's a good coach. 
I think he has Armada to a spot where they're going to be a playoff team year in and year out. And maybe next year, Armada has a chance to be in the spot Corona's in. But Corona's a freight train, and as much as I like the Tigers, they ain't stopping this anytime soon. Give me Corona, Ryan Mullins. I like Armada here. Again, the quality losses to Cross Lex and Elmont, I know they're tough. Um, they're fighting for their lives here. They want to keep playing, and, and I, I feel like they're going to they're going to pull out a victory here. Dennis Stuckey. I'm going to take uh, Corona, even though Armada is playing their best football of the year right now. That doesn't mean I don't think Armada can make a run in the postseason, but I just think Corona is that damn good. And the people agree, Dennis, 93% of the people are taking the Cavaliers to stop the Tigers. This is a fun one. Cross-Lex goes out to Freeland. Cross-Lex 7-1. Freeland 7-1. This could be a playoff matchup in a couple of weeks. Could decide where this game is played in a couple of weeks. Where are we at? We are at Coach Mullins gets us started. Who wins this matchup of 7-1 teams? I like Cross-Lex here, and I give them a lot of credit for, you know, scheduling Freeland in Week 9. Um, but I, I feel like they're they're rolling. They're going to continue to roll. Even though one year when I was in Saginaw Valley, I lived in Freeland. Oh, just outside did you? of Saginaw, yeah. It was a great, great place. Had a lot of nice parties there. But I'm going with Cross Lex. <laughs> I'm just going to leave that comment. Dennis Stuckey. Uh, I'm hoping Freeland has a party. My heart is screaming Pioneers, but I'm going to pick Freeland because they're the home team. Yeah, I'm going to be a party pooper as well. I like Cross Lex. And you win this game, hey, I'm going to be all in on you making a deep run, regional semifinal. You can do that, but you got to prove it to me first. Dennis, the people at 51.2% of the votes like the Pioneers to get the win oh, on right. the there road. You go. Like it. They are taking the hometown team. Let's go out to Almont, where West Branch, Ogemaw Heights is 7-1. and Almont's 8-0. Dennis Stuckey, the Almont Raiders complete their perfect season. Yeah, until somebody beats them, I'm picking uh, Almont. And plus, I know you're picking Ogemaw Heights, so uh, I'm picking Almont. So, you know my rule now after Almont beat Crosslax is I ain't picking against Almont. I don't care who and they're playing. And yet he's picked against them every week. Almont <laughs> is going to win this game, and I, one of my exes had family up in West Branch, so don't really like that place. All it is is the pit stop on the way to prettier places in Michigan. Give wow. me Almont. Wow, such hatred. Almont all the way. Complete the regular season and uh, get rolling into the playoffs, no doubt. And the people like Almont as well. Smart people, 90% of the people are on the Raiders to get the win. Let's go to where Dennis Stuckey will be Friday night. Memorial Stadium, St. Clair 2-6. and six. Northern, 6-2. and two. Dennis Stuckey, you're on the call. Who gets this win and why? Northern's playing good football. The best that they've played all season. Huskies win this one. Yeah, St. Clair, hey, I think they'll play with some pride. I don't think they'll get run off the field, but Northern's too talented. Huskies get the win. Does your old player and uh, colleague Larry Rollins get the win? Well, he's the reason why they're winning because Larry <laughs> Rollins is one of the toughest uh, – Big Reds ever in Port Huron High history. He was a great quarterback for us. He was a gunslinger for a little guy. That guy was tough. Um, you should see him in practice. He still likes to throw it around. Oh, yeah. We I go bet. out did to he, talk uh, to him. I don't remember. Did he play in shorts? Because he coached in shorts. <laughs> yeah. He'll have shorts on, on uh, Friday night, too. Listen, he was one of the toughest kids ever. Great quarterback. 
Um, I remember games that he's played, throwing the ball 50 times a game. He got knocked down. So, love Larry Rollins. He's a great kid. He's a kid to me. He's one of the best Big Reds ever. So, for that fact, uh, the Huskies will win. 95% of the people on Northern, and one of Dennis's favorite games ever was, was a P.H. and Mott. P.H. Like, Mott. Was yeah, like Larry, Larry threw for way over 400 yards, and the Mott QB had like six touchdowns. Yep, and that it was, was a great game. And that wasn't even in overtime. That was no, in that was in regulation. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a And, and P.H. won by uh, like two touchdowns. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was, it was like great. 67 to 58 or something crazy like that. To the final game on the slate, a rivalry renewed. Port here on High Marysville, the Herb Rosine Trophy on the line at the newly turfed Walt Braun Viking Stadium. Let's go to the man that beat Marysville for the first time in Port here on High History back in 1990. He was an assistant coach in this game. Who wins this game and why? Well, I remember back in 1990, um, you know, first year Poirier and High had been in the MAC. We played a tough schedule that year. And I remember getting to this game, and our coaches made us believe, like, hey, you played a great regular season against some tough teams. We can finally make history here. We did it. And, and I remember also that week Walt Braun being at Poirier and High School in the halls to just he was talking with our coaches, and I got introduced to him. And obviously I had a lot of respect for him. But – um, poor year and high, no doubt. The Red Hawks are, are going to win this week and, and keep building their momentum into the playoffs. Dan Stuckey. I, uh, too, like PH in this game. It's not that I don't think Marysville can win the game, but I just think PH is one of those unstoppable forces right now, and it's going to take a program that's winning more than Marysville is winning to knock them off their trail. You know, going to Marysville and having a lot of family at PH was always a fun dynamic. I spent just as many Friday nights on the sideline at Memorial as I did at Walt Braun Viking Stadium. But Port here on Highs had the only coach that's ever offered to cage fight for my football services in Dave Taddy. And PH is going to have the two best players on the field. Give me the Red Hawks to win this for the second straight time and only, what, the sixth time in school history yes. to knock off Marysville. And the people agree 93% on Port here on High. Dennis, recap the picks and then send us home. You and me matched all the way down. We're picking, Did we really? We're picking the same teams in every game, unless you want me to switch to Ogemaw Heights for you. I ain't which, picking Ogemaw Heights. Which is what you really want to do because you hate picking Elmont. Yeah, all right. Anyway, <laughs> go on. Uh, the, uh, the audience – only pick different uh, from you and I in one game, I believe. They took yeah, Crosslex, we took Freeland. Yep. Uh, and uh, and Coach, Coach took Beach, and Coach took Crosslex, so he's different in just two games. Well, it's a, it's a tough slate. I don't think this was not an easy one by any means. Week nine's always one of the tougher ones. So, anyway, thanks for coming on. We appreciate it. And, Dennis, do you have anything else before we – Send it home and then get ready for a fun week nine. Yes, there's 40 seconds left in the music. <laughs> can you talk that long? Yeah, I can talk that long. <laughs> I mean, I mean, how many? You got a couple. Uh, there's still a couple Marysville grads on that PH staff, isn't there? 
I think there? so. Marysville grads. I thought there was one or two. Didn't Moran go to? Oh, Coach Moran. Yeah, yeah Coach Moran is a yeah. He is a Viking. Yeah, but he, that's <laughs> he was. He doesn't. He doesn't even <laughs> not anymore. He's a big red now. He's a Red Hawk. Now. Yeah, Co- he, he has been. Coach Moran doesn't even remember going. No, to school. he doesn't. I'll give a quick shout out to <laughs> yeah. Central Middle School. Oh yeah, big yeah, victory. Oh, yeah. By big the way, victory we yesterday. We, he's he's the Central Middle School head coach now. Yes. Oh wow. Yes. So. so Central Middle School had a great win yesterday against <laughs> at Fort Crash. How, how was muddy feet? How was it breaking down the, the so, lumberjack so, film? So you're the one that is making all those central kids go to, to PH and not north. That's right. <laughs> that's right. That's my job. All right. Yeah. So, all right. We, that's how we should have introduced it. Central Middle School that's right. head football coach. That's right. Uh, all right, like Dennis. It. Music's done. Music's anything, done. Anything else? Remind everyone where we're at this week one last uh, time. All right. On uh, Friday night, I'll be at Memorial Stadium as uh, it'll be St. Clair and Port Huron Northern. And Brady's headed to Marysville for that PH Marysville showdown at Walt Braun Viking Stadium. All right, that'll do it. We'll uh, talk to you Saturday morning. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.